This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute, and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Believe in yourself, believe in your body. Rock, 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 it's the self-esteem party. Everyone, welcome. To the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnston, and with me, as always, is producer-slash-husband-slash-roommate, Norm Sousa. Norm, how you doing? I'm doing great. Oh, wow, really? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I just said that out of instinct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get it. Going through it. You know what I mean? Did you change, ladies and gentlemen, to everyone? Everyone. Just a few weeks ago. Yeah, a, remember oh. a few weeks ago, I yeah, dropped I didn't know it. That, that was the reason. But. I've stuck with it, and the people are going insane for it. Haven't heard from anyone yet, so I'm assuming no news, like a pap, is good news. Wow. Okay. Well, let's hear if uh, anyone has any thoughts on insane. Um, <laughs> Norm, scale of one to 10, how you doing? Oh, am you I got doing? got one? Yeah. Oh, We're we... do- well, let's do a scale today. Sometimes we oh. do it, sometimes we don't. Um, yeah, I'll say I'm a five. Nice and neutral. Yeah, pretty neutral. Almost a 10 for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, hey, why not? Well, we should, I did go insane uh, a couple days ago. and I had Oh, a my God, epiphany. the epiphany. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you guys, this one was wild. Yeah. You were screaming at the top of your lungs. Oh, in, yeah. In the but afternoon. not at me. No. Just, it was just like telling me yeah. with a lot of excitement and power and force to it. And it, it, it's a, a weird way it came about. Wait, um, which... Just because it, it was involved me uh, staying up all night. You stayed up all night till like 4 a.m. And then the next morning you were like, it's all so clear. It was like a beautiful mind. You're like, it's all so clear. Figured it out. I got to talk louder. And this is your room. And you're like, I got to talk louder. And be like, you know... I got to not care. I'm this. I used to be this. I really miss this. But you know what? I'm going to double down. Yeah. I'm going to be double bold. I mean, you were on a tear. But it's I feel like we learned pressure. a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like we learned a lot. That sounds like me at the time. Exactly. But I feel like you've I've already... Calmed down you've bit. calmed down, but you are still implementing a lot of what you talked about. Yeah. You're, you're getting serious. You're getting it done. Yeah. Basically, what happened is we went to um, we went to Largo and we saw Beth's show, Best Selling, which was amazing. Amazing. Oh my god, uh, it was so much fun. Uh, John Mulaney was hilarious on it. Natasha uh, Legero. Yeah. Natasha was amazing. Oh my yeah. god, she absolutely crushed. It was great. The whole lineup. Yeah, and we got home. We were in a good mood, and everything was nice. You went to bed, and I stayed up. I was watching something on TV. I started watching late night talk shows. Basically. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's what because you were watching because usually you watch like documentaries, but this time you were watching right. comedy. Yeah. And and that got you thinking. Well, and I just finished watching a great show, a live show. Yeah, and, um, inspiring show. That's right. And then uh, I decided to, uh, there's the dog running around the fucking house. What anyway, else is new? I decided to start drinking at around 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> because this is a house of good decisions. <laughs> then I went to bed at like 5. Mm-hmm. And I woke up at like 11 and you were like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like, I, I feel great. Oh my God, because I didn't know you had stayed up. And I was like, yeah. something's seriously wrong. Yeah, you're like, why did Norm drink half a bottle of bourbon? And yeah. I was like, well, you know, listen, it's I, I, I had never felt better that morning. And I was like hungover. You said that amazing. you were like, I was crying tears of, of, joy. of joy because it was all so clear to me. And I was wasted in high as a kite. But... <laughs> <laughs> But I still, I was like, I was aware. It's not like I was like blacked out, like stupid. I'm oh, like no. One, you were, what you were saying 
could have been perceived as mania, but it was actually just, it's just that it was very fluid. So you went from one thing to the next, but all of it tied in together. And the bottom line, what I feel tied in is that you know what you need to do to get to where you want to be. And now it's just the plan from point A to point B. Yeah. I had to stay up all night to wake up. Exactly. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. But no need to do it again, Norm. I don't need people in the house sleeping till 11 and then I can't make the bed. I'm <laughs> the only reason is that you <laughs> you would like to make the bed. I want the bed made. But yeah, things are good. New attitude. New attitude, new you. You're holding a lime and why not? Uh, yeah, we have this. Uh, our, our, our realtor gifted us with a large bowl and we've decided to put, put the, one, smallest the smallest lime, lime you've ever middle. seen right in the middle. Nothing else. Take I'm it. considering putting in two onions, but no. I might ask around and see what the people think. I use that other onion. We only have one onion. Um, well, this is a nightmare. I know. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'll take your five. Yeah, you're, you've calmed down since, but I'm feeling a lot more focused from you. That's right. Yeah. Um, and that's it. What else is going on? I mean, honestly, not much. I would say I was at a 10 at one point during that morning. And now I've like gone back to average normal, but still like, you know. Well, I think it was um, exciting for you to make all those discoveries. Yeah, that's right. I think I've discovered I'm not doing as well as I thought I was. But then sometimes <laughs> I think about it and I'm like, no, Elena, you're doing great. You're really doing like I can say that I'm putting in some serious effort. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say I'm trying my best because I'm like, well, I know what my best looks like and mm-hmm. it does not look like this. But am I doing my worst? Absolutely not. So you kind of stopped giving a score too. what's your score at? You know what? Today, clock me in at a five. Wow. I'm getting things so that's done. that's bad for you, but good for me. It's not. It's neutral for me. So it's both, good for you, but neutral for me. So I'm a good five. You're a bad five. Yeah, I guess I would say it like that because mm-hmm. nothing's gone wrong yet. <laughs> yet. Um, <laughs> anything can happen. It's still the morning, but nothing's gone wrong yet. It is the morning. So still, yeah, morning like for us. So sure. I'm... I'm okay. Mo I'm, was already I'm, here today. Mo Welch was already here. We had over. work to do for the Johnson & Welch Tour coming to Chicago March 17th mm-hmm. through 20th at the Lincoln Lodge. Mm-hmm. Check us out. You should, uh, you should take, take a picture of the bowl with the lime for the Patreon. And this is why you subscribe. subscribe. You guys, check it out every it's month. It's a great pick. We, we're going to do our <laughs> monthly check-in coming soon. Are to let it. Yeah. We are, yeah, because we do it once a month. So we'll do? be doing our check-in. Who have you done recently on the Patreon? I saw you did, you did Milheiser. Not Milheiser, Milstein. Milstein. I already had Milheiser on. Mm-hmm. I did Milstein. I got two fun ones coming this week that really? I'm recording with. Well, people should get on the Patreon and check those out. Get on fun. the Patreon, guys. We're having so much fun. The episodes are out of control. You're People's catch-ups people that you like to that catch up I already on. liked, and I'm catching up with them. No duds allowed we're catching up we're having a blast (laughs) oh this podcast full of them we'll let anyone on that's a fact uh shall we get to it i love this i love this guest he is we became closer after i had already left well he's kind of friends with your sister he's more so friends with my sister um which we talk about but he and I really like each other, and we got to film something over the summer together, directed by my sister. Right, right, right. Yeah, True Dating Stories, out now. Mm-hmm. And um, on, I felt on like... CBC Gem, is it? Yeah, I oh. think so, yeah. So it was a total blast, uh, working with him and now talking with him. Well, and if you are listening in Canada, you know Rod. He's like in everything. You know Rod, and you're about to hear about the blade hat enterprise. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. He sent me a blade hat. Uh, we to- Oh, we cover it. Don't even worry. Oh, Norm. okay. We cover it. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll right after this break. It's a self-esteem Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's a self-esteem party. Rod, welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. How are you doing on this beautiful Saturday? I'm pretty good. I mean, um, I'm in... uh, I'm in Toronto. So right now, uh, it's it's kind of a mess up here, really. A yeah, little, man. A little bit. So uh, I, I'm 
uh, Gwen and I are here in the apartment and we're we're in this zone where we're constantly like, should we go out and do stuff? I don't really know what to do. So I, I spent a good portion of the last two hours building an outdoor patio heater. Um, okay, <laughs> very productive. Because yes. I didn't really know what to do with myself. And then I was like, we have that outdoor patio heater. Should I just start building that? And then uh, so yeah. I think we're, I'm about 90% done. Um, Rod, two things. One, I like to start the podcast off with a self-esteem party check-in. So on a scale of one to 10, how are you feeling about yourself these days? Uh, I'm feeling okay. I, uh, I guess, uh, lately it's been, um, I don't know, for everyone also, it's been like a little bit of like, uh, over... Um, and getting a little bit of uh, uh, COVID fatigue is it's is a the drag. term. Yeah, it's a drag, and um, a little bit of uh, fatigue from just the internet in general. Just kind of, I've been trying to stay away from like reading anything. I watched. A, I I don't even like the Olympics, but I watched a bunch of the Olympics. Oh my in the god! Last while. I've been watching a bunch of the Olympics. Yeah, just to <laughs> just so I don't watch anything else. And this morning, I spent a good two hours watching the Olympics. And uh, yeah, that's what that's what's kind of been giving me a little bit of um, I don't know seeing those athletes get on the podium and holding their medals. It's been kind of cool. A lot of those sports I don't even care for. The skeleton is kind of crazy. Yeah, um, it is. I watch that. Yeah, so I, I that's where I'm at is where I'm watching things I don't really care that much about, but I'm emotionally attached now because I'm watching uh, a lot of athletes. Um, some of them are going through this stuff and like some of them are getting there to China preparing to do their sport and then like hours before uh, testing positive yes um, it seems like a mess over there as well so wait, if you had to put a number on it what, what range would you say you're in because I'm curious because I'm feeling a lot of what you're feeling too of this almost like a weight a covid weight where you're just like oh god this is even heavier than it was last year somehow even though we're vaccinated and boosted you're like somehow it feels the exact same <laughs> like it feels crazy like i feel crazy i'm like it it just feels so similar even though it's not so i know it's not no and then i keep reminding myself that we're doing much better than a lot of people so i um uh, if i was to give it a score i'm at like a 7.5 i'm really not in oh that's the, great i'm really not in the dumps you know i'm we're we're much better off than than a lot of people so i'm uh so you got to be grateful for that yeah you do and good for you for pushing yourself to do that because I think it's really easy, especially because we've all been so isolated and separated from people. It's really easy to just get caught up in your own thing, which is like also understandable and totally justified. I'm not, there's so much value to that and you do need to be caught up in your own stuff sometimes. Yeah. But it's like to be able to turn it out and be like, okay, but wait a minute, look at the bigger picture and then to come to the conclusion of like, yes, I am grateful I have these things as opposed to like, everything's the worst. Yeah, sometimes I'll be sitting in my kitchen going like, you know, everything kind of sucks right now. And then I'll realize that I spent majority of the day, you know, in a pile of blade hats. So ah! it's really not <laughs> that bad. Um, okay, Rod, the second thing, catch us up. For those that don't know, because we have a lot of American listeners, as to what exactly is the mess in Toronto. Because not everybody is getting the full story. The coverage, we do have the convoy coverage here in the States, but it's not the full story. Well, I'm here. Well, yeah, okay. So we're here in Toronto where uh, at Queen's Park right now, uh, where the premiere and all the uh, all that stuff happens, is uh, there's, there's some protests happening there, but also there's protests happening in Ottawa with the convoy um, where the truckers are against the I think it started with the vaccine mandate um, yeah. and so they weren't able to I'm going to say 10% of them weren't able to work because of that uh, because they weren't allowed to cross the border and so it became this whole thing about the vaccine mandate and then it slowly turned into uh, an entire movement about freedom 
which I was confused about because, I mean, if 90% of them are working, like, I don't know, it just turned into one big mess where I think the, I, I understood why they were protesting, but I felt like it became this, um, I'm going to say trashy <laughs> sort yeah. of uh, message of like, I'll do what I want. No one can tell me what to do and you're like no one's telling you what to do we're 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 putting yeah. some health guidelines in order that's all we're doing anyway so um but yeah it just turned into uh, one big mess here um and uh then we had some uh people attach themselves to the movement in ottawa which were like groups of you know uh, people holding Nazi flags and uh, yes. uh, people being very inconsiderate towards indigenous people where they were like doing these like uh, uh, drum circles and I didn't see one indigenous person in there that's for sure um, I saw oh some my I, saw, God. I saw some videos of that but you, you see those videos and you're kind of like okay what is this turned into now it's just like are you mocking people That's for, for their movements it. um so it just it uh, seems so divided within this thing you're like wait a second there's like four different protests happening right now in one convoy that's what it looks like on our end to see it is i'm like well what is this about you it's like i understand what you said it started with but now it's like really escalated yeah and then and and then you have uh, and then you have like Trudeau and Ford and all of our, uh, I, they, they just, they're nowhere to be seen. So no one's really speaking up on that and it just feels like nothing's really being done. And the, the trucker convoy is, uh, is saying we're not leaving until things are, our, our demands are being met. And, um, it's more of a, it's, it's, it's like I said, we're, we're all kind of in this like fatigue of like. I guess we're dealing with these people now. Like, I just don't really know. Oh I guess we'll deal with them for the next three weeks or something. I don't know. But it's actually not. I drove past it. Uh, I drove past it two days ago, and it really wasn't as crazy as everyone was saying. Here in Toronto, at least. In Ottawa, it's, pro it's, it's probably a mess. But here in Toronto, I was, I was expecting, I think a week ago, we were all expecting this huge trucker convoy to come here. Mm -hmm. And I drove past it yesterday, and it was, uh, th you know, three guys in uh, Canadian flags. Uh, and I was with, <laughs> I was actually with Adam Christie the other day, who, um, who, uh, who said uh, uh, one of the guys that he saw was just some guy yelling out, rehire Don Cherry. Okay. And that was kind <laughs> of... Don Cherry. Yeah. So um, that was kind of the uh, <gasps> the way that I think we all see this this whole thing is just it's a bunch of very... It's sad. You know, it's, it's, it's really sad to see totally. them just... There's nothing, you know that's what it is it's just like some sad people and we're uh you know i i mean i have a bunch of like i i'm gonna say uh, uh a few people on like instagram that you know you grew up with where you're like wow you're part of this thing too and you kind of like end up muting them or something that's the most just, i've done out of this so. yeah i just found out i have a friend who's in support um of this convoy of like all of it and like knee deep in the conspiracy theories and everything behind it. And I just found this out and I'm like, I mean, I've clearly stopped talking to this person. Cause I'm like, I don't even, you are a stranger to me now. <laughs> You're just a stranger to me. Cause, Cause I'm like, <laughs> I can't even understand where your head is at. That makes no sense to me. So I'm like, it just makes no sense to me. If you do yeah. feel it is like this huge divide where I've had I've, I've had these conversations now with friends where we sit there and we're like, oh, what do you do when, you know, you have this person you've known for a while and then all of a sudden they change. They, they that's all they post about. And you're sitting there going, why am I should I what, what would I talk? What, what do I talk to you about now? Do I just. Yeah. So you just. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I uh, I've, I've just muted them. I haven't really unfollowed anybody yet. The unfollowing thing 
I think makes me feel like I'm just avoiding things. But if I mute mm-hmm. them, I'm like, I don't know what to really. I guess I guess that's like the the part of me that's like don't not no confrontation just you know just politely mute them how canadian of you <laughs> it is uh, that's that for is for your freedom yeah. for your you have the right to quietly passively mute somebody that's your right that's your freedom. <laughs> i feel i feel like you're uh i feel like you guys are doing okay down there with uh with everything i mean with things being open right yes so it's just different here because everything stayed outdoors the whole time so it was like nothing needed to necessarily stop oh yeah it's proof of vaccination you want to eat inside somewhere right otherwise you can just be like outside yeah but i guess some of our mask mandates are being lifted like this is the latest thing um i don't maybe i have the date wrong i want to say the 17th but i could i could be way off so for anyone listening in california my apologies this is just one thing i heard in the news changes all the time but that's stressing me out because I'm like, let's just leave it. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. I go, I go, just leave it. Who gives a shit? It's a, it's a cloth on your face. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, You exactly. could argue the other way as well. You could also argue, yeah, then who cares? So take it off. So I get it. Everybody wants to see my face again, Rod. It's not easy. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of responsibility for me. <laughs> it's about me. Okay. It's all about me and people are pressuring me, just me, to take my mask off. They had to put in a whole mandate for me to get it off. Well, you should buy a truck and drive it across the country. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. It's, I mean, listen, this is your Trump. This is what this feels like to me. I'm like, this is what, now this is what's happening. Where it's like, everybody's riled up. We got all the wrong people involved for all the wrong reasons. And... You know, I mean, it's like the insurrection here. I, this is one, um, uh, was it NPR? I can't remember where I heard this on the radio, though, where it was like there was people that went there and kind of stood in the back and were like protesting quietly. And then there was the people at the front that were like, no, this is how we're protesting. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold on. We're in two protests right now. But you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I just don't know how you differentiate, like, Maybe I feel bad for those truckers, too, that were there for one reason, and now it's become another, and that's all we're seeing on the news. Like, yeah. the way this is spreading is not the way you guys are seeing it. That's not how we're, it's not being um, presented to us that way. Yeah, I, I, I would say that I, from, like I said, from when I drove by, it really didn't seem that crazy here. <laughs> Like yeah, I was able to, dri- I was able great. to drive by it and have like, you know, there was a truck 20 feet away. And usually when you drive by, you're like, oh, shit. it's like driving through the city when there's a marathon happening and you're like, oh, God damn. OK, well, everything's blocked off. This just felt like I was, you know, driving by a probably 12 people with some <laughs> 12 uh, with some signs. It makes but there me is, laugh there so are a lo- hard. There, there are a lot of people at in in the middle of Queens Park, which, uh, what you know, like it's like it's not a place you can just drive. You drive through. No. It's like you drive around. So yeah. I mean, that might make the difference right there. But yeah, there wasn't a lot of people the last time I saw them. It was about two days ago. So, what would you say you're most fatigued about at this point um, in the game? Like, oh, what do you- I'm going to say the talking about it. I mean, really, it's we we just I, I it's not that I don't think we should talk about it. It's more just sometimes I feel like I guess it's affecting all of us. So we're just going to sit down and chat about it. But what more is there to say? Yeah, exactly. Have, have we not said it all? Like I try on this podcast say a year ago okay it was a hot topic because we were really in it but now i have found i mean we've been talking about the convoy because i i really wanted to hear more about it or whatever like from the horse's mouth in canada but it's like i feel like in terms of COVID, it's like in a lot of episodes we've kind of moved away from it because everyone's just like I like you even had to say it at the beginning and we all have to preface it this way being like I'm kind of in a bit of a a hard place I know everyone is like I'm so sick of saying that I want to acknowledge all you guys but I also need to have my own thing again 
again making it about me but do you know what i'm saying <laughs> no Where i'm I, like i know yeah. i'm taking on the i'm still taking on all the suffering of the world and you're just like i almost it's too heavy i need a break that's what i feel like and it it's kind of like like i just said uh with i just you know spent a little while building my outdoor patio heater i think that's kind of what we all need to do is just let's give ourselves little projects and stay away from uh you know watching or reading anything that'll make us angry i do de- i hear mm-hmm. something i actually deleted twitter and facebook because of that reason uh not because really of, not because of every, uh, all of this but because of um i kept waking up um i have a friend who works for a uh for an online news magazine like a very big one and uh i would find myself i was sending him twitter posts in the morning the first thing i did when i woke up for a while was i'd go on twitter and then i'd scroll through and find things and i'd get mad about them and then i would send him a bunch of articles and be like check this one out check this one out until one day he said do you know (laughs) he was like you know that twitter was made to make people mad and i was kind of sitting there going oh okay and he goes well, you know, that that's the only reason why it was made. There's no there's nothing else for it. So just delete it right now because I kept complaining why I was getting so mad. And then uh, and then, yeah, and then it kind of worked. I mean, Facebook, I deleted it because I, I don't know. I was tired of having conversations with like uh, a guy that I, you know, went to summer camp with. 20 years ago and like, i got off facebook years ago oh it was, for that exact reason it yeah. was i i was like i didn't keep up with you for a reason yeah <laughs> there's a reason why we're not in each other's lives let's keep it that way <laughs> that's your that's what it says on your banner <laughs> on the top yeah that's my banner <laughs> that's my banner don't request me <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so i got rid of those and it worked it was it's kind of good just uh like i said like i wake up right now and i'm watching the olympics which (laughs) is a whole other thing of um so i mean this is a big act of self-care is that something that's important to you like do you have other things that you do for the sake of mental health or was the big one social media and that is like what's had the biggest effect on you that or do you do other things Social media didn't really hit me until, uh, I'm going to say, until I started, like, deleting everything just because, um, I guess I do, I, I, you know, throughout the years I realized I did have, like, stress issues. Um, I mean, at one point I, uh, I had alopecia. Well, I have alopecia, so I, like, lost all my hair at one point. I was, like, so stressed. Wow. Yeah, I, I but... The thing is, it like hits you in ways that you just don't know why it's hitting you. Um, yeah. I was doing a I was doing a show at the time. I was doing Evil Dead at the time. Uh, I was doing it eight. I think we were doing seven to eight shows a week, which you know oh is God. a normal thing. Yeah. But I guess my body wasn't used to that. Or um, and also you're you know when you're in a certain headspace, you're just you kind of stress yourself out. So after that show was done like my body just went through this whole like stressful period where i lost i lost all of my hair almost and then uh and i didn't really know how to handle anything so i just kind of threw up the last what that was like seven years ago i want to say eight years ago no yeah like eight seven eight years ago and um and then when i was going through that i'd say that's when my kind of like uh self-care period started where i was like maybe i'll meditate and i started like listening to random meditation uh youtube music and stuff like that but i mean i took it out in other ways where i was like i was still eating poorly and you know not really exercising that much and mm-hmm. just recently is in the last like you know while is when i uh started really trying to do that um yeah. just because it it hits you like health wise you know like you're you're oh as, so, as soon as i mean i'm also at i'm also as soon as you like past 35 you're kind of like okay your body's really not uh budging yeah 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 <laughs> 
So this, this body is nice and sturdy where it is. Yeah. So now I try to with that. Uh, what I what I do is sometimes I go for walks or I'll listen to uh, that like uh, meditation music, which I really enjoy. I thought Peloton mm-hmm. was kind of good for a little while with exercise, yeah. but I realized I'm not like a Peloton class sort of guy. I enjoy when I get on yeah. the bike. I enjoy. Uh, watching movies, like trashy 90s movies. Yeah, I'm not, um, I I can't do any of the classes. Like, I didn't even want a Peloton because um, I just like to do my own thing. So it's like, I do these 20 minute yoga videos because they're good for breathing and the woman that like is the teacher of it, um, it does some really good breathing and guides you through it and you can like pause it, but like, the stress of the classes I used <laughs> yeah. to love doing them and then you're like I can't keep up or I, I'm not doing it right or like and then it's like stress me out more but I've been going it's so interesting you said walks I've been going on stress reduction walks like that ha- it's of course it's exercise because you're out and moving yeah but it's definitely they they are more mental for me at this point and I don't even see it as exercise I just see it as like kind of like a meditation a very zen activity where it's like yes move your body intentionally be aware of it feel the sun you know whatever and you're not trying to yeah and you're not uh i also one thing with those peloton classes or workout classes in general like the online ones there was a point where i was like who is who am i doing this for because i was i was kind of (laughs) like i was I would take the classes and there was one class that I took where the instructor, whatever, it's awesome, motivation, great. But at one point, this instructor was so intense and like yelling at the audience or whoever's on their bikes. And he said he was on the bike and I was trying to go so intense. And he went, put some respect on your goddamn name. Yeah. Oh my God. But as soon as he said that, I I started laughing because I was like, oh my God, (laughs) what am I, what am I really doing this for right now? So I, how embarrassing so many people see that. Yeah, it, it really, uh, it did get, I mean, other, the other instructors are really good, but this one instructor, I remember seeing that and going like, wow, okay. So am I doing this to what it impressed them (laughs) it's like what am i yeah rod that's what you're doing it to impress the instructor yeah so i stopped doing it and then i started watching uh watching like old stallone movies while i'm on the bike and i don't realize how long i'm doing it for i'll do it for like a solid 45 to an hour Mm -hmm. last night i watched king richard while i was on the bike it was very good oh i liked it did you yeah loved it yeah. I I cried a couple times. It was Can good. Can you me too? Do you find the the going on the Peloton is that more for internal or external? Like is it you're trying to lose a weight or is it you're like oh my heart? Like I I'm worried about the inside of my body at this point. Um I'm more well, concerned about damage I've done from uh, hanging out uh too much in the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, it was more like I said like my, I think for me, the health stuff just kind of happens as soon as my body gives out in a way. So this is like I ha- I try to get on the bike now because my body just has I like doctor's orders, basically, of like you need okay. to you need to do exercise almost I'm going to say almost every day, but like a few times a week at least is yeah. is a good thing to get on the bike for at least an hour and then do some weights Um but yeah, it, it's. It, I didn't really start exercising until it got to the point where it was like you have to do something. Are you? Is that common for you? Are you someone that like needs the deadline or needs to be told to do something, or are you like, or is it just this category? I'd, I'd say it's just this category. I'm when it comes to like creative stuff or my, you know, my uh, uh, anything like creative or like my acting stuff or like sketch or anything Mm -hmm. i'm -hmm. i'm the guy who's like emailing being like okay this needs to be done here uh when is that you know 
uh when can we shoot this uh are you guys available next week you, you know like yeah. i'm yeah. i'm the guy doing all that stuff but when it comes to everything else i just wait until i uh like i said i wait until i have a doctor in front of me going you need to stop eating cheese so. <laughs> oh, okay. Remind me not to sign up for this guy. <laughs> no thanks. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, my doctor that, was yeah. like, "Get it together." My doctor definitely was like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "I know," because I I normally am in such good health, but I'm just making myself so tired from like, it's like you're bored, but then it makes you sleep too much or not enough because you're trying to get something going and excitement. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. I am doing things. I'm just still in that bored mentality of the pandemic, but I'm doing stuff. Like I'm in the middle of going on tour with Mo Welch because we're, oh, nice. we had to move. Yeah, we had to move some dates because of COVID, but now we've got the new dates and everything. So we're going to head back out and we're doing some shows here and stuff. So it's like stuff's going on, but it's like, I'm not stimulated by it. You know, like what you said watching the 90s movies right where it's like you care or kind of more background like you care but you don't care and like whatever i have found myself or watching the olympics needing numbing television where you can watch it with no context you can turn it on anytime it doesn't matter and it's there so there is some stimulation but it's like i'm i'm lacking the focus like to take in and absorb new information i'm lacking all that and i think it's because a lot of what you said with twitter and everything because it's an oversaturation of information it's like everybody has an article or video to post everybody does it's so much yeah and you're getting so attached to it where you're like everything needs to affect me or everything yeah needs. so yeah i got rid of that just because um yeah it, like like you just said it's it <laughs> it's too much yeah <laughs> and it's also too like i don't want to get rid of it because i like to post the things that i'm doing and it's a great way for people to see like what's going on like for example with the show and stuff a lot of people came because they saw it on twitter and like whatever and that's all good and fun but it's like especially in light of all the things there's been a lot going on in my personal life and with family and everything like that man what a struggle to try to be funny oh and what pressure yeah. to feel like that on twitter the pressure it's worse than a live show because at least a live show i can see my audience and engage and change what i'm doing or cater or find a better way to connect but like with twitter it's just like a guess it's a guess only two likes i'm quitting i know <laughs> Dude, i'm oh done my God. i'm done only two likes who <laughs> liked like it the who are world. the two likes oh they're and then I messaged them. Ah. yeah exactly i messaged them being like thanks for the like what was your favorite part of the tweet <laughs> 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 just if you if you don't mind getting back to me that'd be great <laughs> or seeing or seeing two likes and then maybe giving yourself a little like you know what and it with give it time give it some time it'll uh it'll, it'll, it'll grow play give it yeah. these things don't you know it could go viral in two years who knows in two years yeah i'm always i'm always playing the long game the uh, long here's a question i have for you even though i know it's um nearing on the end of february did you or do you make yearly goals i've been bringing this up with a bunch of people because i was notor notoriously i would make yearly goals of something i wanted to accomplish by that year even if it ends up being like monthly ones like if if it's like you know a new character a month or finish this script or um do yoga or learn how to do this whatever but this year is the first year i didn't do it that i didn't set a yearly goal and i'm asking really? people if they do because i'm wondering how is it going so far yeah i couldn't you know it was like after zoa passed away i just couldn't yeah i'm sorry i'm so it. sorry about that elena oh yeah thank you yeah i appreciate that um but i just couldn't visualize it and i just didn't want to put the pressure on myself so it's a bit of a come what may yeah me. yeah and we'll see things are coming things are happening i can't complain like um in terms of like some fun shows and stuff like that but it's like i couldn't get down a yearly did you well 
to go back to what you were saying before of like trying to be funny when all this stuff is happening i i i mean that's that's part of the goal thing when you're like i don't know making something or trying to do some sort of new bit or whatever yeah i found myself in that zone where i was like ugh what's the point right now i'm not gonna yeah or i'll start a bit i do uh, here's the thing i do a lot of like obsessive bits i do a lot yeah, of like you in extended you do extended yeah. bits too um, yeah uh so i get i get in that zone usually and then sometimes in the last while i have been where i'll start something and i'll go oh maybe this will be the new bit or whatever and then like two hours in i'm like i'm i'm good I'm not going to do anything right now. I'm, t- I'm yeah. t- but I, if this was, you know, a little, a little while back would have gone full out. There would have been an yeah. entire like obsessive campaign about what I'm doing. Uh, like the blade hat. Yeah. I think blade hat will never go away. I, I no, it's never going to go away, but it was definitely a bit you, a campaign you put a lot into and it got a huge response. I, I blade hat is kind of like what, uh, Apple, computers was in the beginning like right now i'm gonna say there will be a blade hat in every single home in north america by 2027 so that's there's already one in mine yeah there's there's one in yours Um, (laughs) i have my blade hat which by the way i didn't just like send to you guys like norm messaged me and said i need a blade hat yes he so. told me he was he was all over the bit and he was like he told me he was going to hit you up and I was like you should do it it's really funny that it'll be in the states now I think it's really funny yeah I'll uh it'll it'll spread just organically it'll spread um uh but no yeah I uh for goals wise I'm gonna say yeah. um not really I don't really set no, not really. I, I, I've never actually been that type of person. It's like more just, uh, for me, I've been more of a, it, if it happens, it happens. Like, that's really what I've been like for a while. Um, yeah. How did you get to that? That's really hard. Stress. I'd say stress. The more str- During that time. Uh, I would say that, that, that it hits me too hard when now when something happens especially like you know with like auditions and everything i i i I used to get obsessed i used to be like oh god okay like i used to you know send my agent a message and be like "Uh, did you hear anything can you maybe ask them if uh if you know when they're gonna make a decision like stuff like that and they're like they already did yeah (laughs) that that happened to me twice where i just i I finally got to the point where I was like, you know what? <laughs> Don't stress yourself out. And uh, now, I, now I'm at the point where I sit there and I'll be like, you know what? You just sent it out in the world. Your whatever, your self-tape or whatever. And I throw that script out. And then I just go, if you hear from it, you hear from it. And uh, that's... They know where to find you. That, that's the thing is that I have to keep telling myself like... I, because I'm with you, I have to, when I'm done the tape or the task or whatever, I have to walk away from it. I have to be able to let that go because it is so torturous to do any task in any job and then keep thinking about it and thinking about it when you are not in a position to get feedback. Nobody's ever going to call you and give you that feedback. That's so true. You know what I mean? Yeah. You either get the job or you don't. But nobody every time is going to be like, here's why you did or here's why you didn't. It's like, and I felt like I was waiting for that validation. And I'm like, it's a self tape. I don't even know who's fucking watching this. What validation am I waiting for? And it's also the amount of time you spend on those tapes where now I, mm-hmm. uh, if I get it, I'm like, just let's just do it now. I want to do it now. I'll get it, get it yeah. over with, and let's just do it. And like, I don't, yeah, I, I don't spend, I, I don't spend three days on it going, okay, this is it. This is the one, you know, I gotta yeah. break it down. I don't do that. I just, it's uh, so much pressure. And it's so like, like when you were talking about being in that really stressful time in your life, right? It's yeah. kind of like you're robbing yourself of any kind of joy. So it's like, then why are we doing this? Like I started doing comedy cause I thought it was fun. So I was like, this yeah. is fun. I wonder if I can get paid to do this. And then it's like, I get a self tape and I'm like, oh, I'm worthless because I didn't book it or because whatever. And I'm like, 
or watching it and watching it back and being like, oh my God, I look like a total monster, like whatever. I'm like, oh my God, nobody's going to pay me to judge myself. So why am I doing it? Yeah. I, you know what I mean? At the I end of the, know. at the end of the day too, keep reminding yourself that it's supposed to be fun. Like this is supposed to be fun. <laughs> yeah. It, so. And doing those self tapes are like scenes. So it's like, it's as if you have to treat it like, oh, I was on, if I was on stage and getting to do this with a pal of mine for real and like whatever and how fun that would be. But it's like, man, and I get that it's work, but you don't have to make it feel like that so much. Like such a trudge. It's like, if I'm telling this to anybody else, they're going to be like, I never want to do this. Your life sounds terrible. <laughs> it's so torturous. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's my, and that's my fault. And that's my fault because I let it. But it's fun. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love it. <laughs> I just, uh, I just finished, uh, I don't really direct, but I just, uh, I just ended up directing this like web series for a few people, a few uh, comedians here in Toronto, uh, like a bunch of like young uh, filmmaker comics that wanted to make their cool. own uh, web series, which was really cool. Um, and we had a really fun time. And that's something, it took us three weeks, um, but that's something that kind of like clicked back in me when we when we were making it because um, I did realize that watching them, uh, there was a lot of times where we would be like, okay, this next scene, let's get together. Let's, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll just uh, jam it out for a bit. And then I'd get them to like improvise for a little bit. We'd go through the scene, do the blocking and everything. And while we were doing that stuff, it would, it hit me on the first like three days where I was like, oh, that's right. This is supposed to be fun. Like everyone's yeah. supposed to be laughing. And cause yeah. there wasn't, we didn't ever have a bad uh, a moment throughout the entire thing like no there wasn't like a you know uh um i don't want to like pat myself on the back too much but i think i provided a very comfortable environment for everyone which was that's nice. leadership it was that's very leadership. very fun um well when we did true dating stories together you and i in the which summer which was so which much out, fun out now guys <laughs> check it out true dating stories our, our episode is directed by my sister which was really cool um getting to work with her allison but Allison, I hadn't worked in so long of an acting gig. It had just been writing stuff and I was writing by myself remotely. So, you know, not even the community there. But being on set with you guys that day, I was like, oh my God, I could do this every day of my life and it would never feel like work. I would never work a day in my life. And that made me so happy to remind myself, oh, I do love this. Because if I'm not doing it, I'm only living the bad parts of it. Yeah. And like, what's the you whole, what's I mean? the point like, of doing that? What's like, then I just, what's the point? What's the, what's the entire point? Yeah. That, that day especially was really, really fun. I love working oh, with those guys, all, all, all of them at LaRue and everything. Oh my um, God. They're amazing. Yeah. They're really, they're just, they're, they're great. I didn't know true dating stories is in the States. Yeah. What, what is it on? Few, Fuse? Is that a channel? Well, or is it on in the... In, uh, I thought it was Freeform, but no, I must be wrong. I have no idea. Maybe it is Fuse, yeah. Fuse is definitely a channel. I just don't know. I think it's on Fuse. But, cause, yeah, because I can't stream it on CBC. You can't stream CBC stuff here. Um, That's why I never see anything. My sister just has to verbatim, line by line. Can the, can the, t- <laughs> can the, title, can the title of this episode be, You Can't Stream It on CBC? That's it. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Done. <laughs> Perfect um, advertisement for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Me saying I can't watch it. <laughs> and guys, the key to that sentence is I also won't watch it. Join me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was really, really fun. I had a blast. Yeah, it was. Like I said, like it's as, as soon as you have or. Um, uh or uh, I remember doing The Amazing Gale Pile, which is mm-hmm. a, another show on CBC With a, Gem. Inessa Frantowski, a friend of the podcast. Yeah, I, I, uh, I had an absolute blast 
on those seasons working because I did I was a PA I worked as you know a driver I was a third aid a second AD on the show they gave me a tiny part on the show and that was when I was first kind of like getting into the comedy world where I was like I, I remember because it was Anessa that really promoted you to me oh, I totally so, remember this awesome. She is so awesome and a big fan of yours. So is my sister. And I had already left by the time you were coming in. So you were just someone I'd heard of before I ever really got to like hang out with you. Oh, man. Um, we were around, but it, we weren't in like hanging. We weren't like hanging out, like not in the same circles yet. Yeah. Like, um, I, 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 everybody, everybody in that entire show, like everybody. I mean, Morgan, I think, also was a big reason why I was able to get into that kind of like world with everyone. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and I think, yeah, I think it was either Morgan or also Kayla, because LaRue did her uh, short film, She Stoops. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I ended up like becoming a PA for a lot of that stuff and they brought me in and then I just, you know, I, I f kind of fell in love with, uh, just the film world where I was like, mm -hmm. I just, I don't care what job I'm doing. Just, I will be here all the time. Just get, tell me to move that trash can. I'll do it for the next 12 hours this is what we need on all sets that's what who it, that's, is moving the trash cans today <laughs> yeah and that's where that's where i was at kind of for i'm still in that world actually because anytime somebody's filming something i will do whatever your sister knows this i i yeah. will allison at one point i think told me to stop <laughs> asking her to help on shoots because she's <laughs> like no um but i uh yeah i'm all about it and i i always i'm such a strong believer where like any any position on a film set matters and a lot of yeah. people like to shit on certain positions and be like pa like i'm not doing that i'm like what are you talking about I've done it. pa yeah. pas are the people that either are going to be like the number one person you're going to be working for in 10 years or they're the person you want on set because they add so much to like the environment of of wanting to make make the shot look really well you know re look really good and i mean it's not just the camera people and the director or the art department no. or it's like everybody um but yeah i ended up uh doing gail Pyle for a while and i remember one night we were in the studio it was season i'm gonna say season two um and it was like a Friday. We had just wrapped. It was like 9 p.m. And uh, they were looking at a bunch of the footage on the monitors. And everyone crowded around. Um, and we were all kind of like laughing. People are having drinks. And we're looking at, at that footage. And at that one point, I, I was sitting there going... Like, I was just the PA at the moment. And I was kind of like, oh, this is so awesome when everybody's enjoying what they're making. You know, like, yes, this is so cool to watch when everybody's like looking at a bit that they filmed and they're, you know, they're really, really happy. And everyone was crowded around. So it's just this whole team. And that same yeah. thing happened on this last thing I was working on where with these, gu with yeah, these, with these guys. guys. And yeah. I think it was like it was same thing. Friday, it was like 6 p.m. And we ended up bringing the footage in and everyone crowded around this like one little monitor and we were all like laughing with each other going like good job with that good job with that and it kind of gave me like i said it kind of gave me this whole perspective again on holy shit this is like yeah this is really fun and we need to keep this fun again or keep well, making it well i'm also it fun. hearing in both of these a sense of community yeah um, i i'm I, enjoying it with other people seems to be like what is making it more enjoyable than by yourself if someone sent you the dailies or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't ever want to make anything by myself. I, I like the whole community aspect. I like. Oh my God, don't, don't you love working with other people? Like the things I've done by myself, don't get me wrong, good and fun. But it's like, man, being able to bounce stuff off with other people and like be with other people's like joy is infectious. So is misery. But joy is <laughs> if you can get on the right, if you can get on off on the right foot. <laughs> yeah, I, uh. I'm a I'm a big I think I have like 
at least five threads right now going on with me being like, hey, so does anybody want to make anything in a little while? Or, uh, oh my God, I wish I was there. You'd get a yes out of me. Oh, done, done. I think I ask your sister a few times, at least every month. Always. And she's like, she, everybody does. <laughs> she's the most popular person in Toronto. Like, she, Man, she is so much cooler than I ever was. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, she she really <laughs> so is the cool. best. And everybody she, loves her. And if one of my bits is going on too long, she really lets me know about it. So she'll speak up. See something, say something. That's a that's a Johnston and airport policy. We went to uh, we went to Freddie Rivas's wedding, uh, him and Caitlin's wedding in. Um, in uh, South Carolina, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I had a I have a big fascination with Venom um, from Spider Man, and uh, we were walking down the street, and there was a comic book store in Beaufort. That's where we were, Beaufort, and um, we were walking down the street. There was a comic book store, and by chance, there was a whole Spider Man uh, cosplay photo shoot happening in front of this comic book store and one one of the one of the costumes was the symbiote venom costume so i walked by it and we were you know with a group of people and then i saw allison across the street and uh we went we went allison check it out like look who it is and i pointed to the venom costume allison didn't skip a beat she just said enough she was like, we get it, enough. And then I kind of was... <gasps> She's I, not uh, having it. I was in a bad mood for the rest of the day, actually. We went on like a boat tour, and I just wasn't talking to anyone for the rest of the day because she said that. But uh, no, Do I... Do you want me to confront she knows her? that. She knows that. She knows. So it's already been a drive. <laughs> the drama with my sister is potentially squat. We'll see moving forward. That's um, really funny. Okay, Rob, you started this podcast... At a grateful 7.5 in terms of self-esteem and a bit of fatigue. How are you feeling now? I feel Same, great now. lower, higher. Ooh, good. Um, I'm good. Uh, I, I this, this was a really nice chat. I'd say I'm at, what did I say before? A 7.5? Yeah, I, I'm saying a grateful 7.5. That's what I'm calling it. Because you're practicing gratitude. I'm at about an 8.2 now. Excuse me. I'll take the credit. Thank you. I had a blast chatting with you. Yeah, this was really nice. I didn't realize, like, we're very similar because I think when we're out and about working and whatever, we're both very silly and have, like, a lot of bits and this and that. But it's so nice to be able to have the time to sit down and have, like, a real not serious but just a real conversation because we've always been in group hangs and situations so it's not like you and i were ever like oh let's sit and chat for an hour and i haven't been home or seeing people obviously in like so long yeah i did i did notice that also and you're right like it's usually in a group setting it's a lot of bits i'm a big bit guy so me too i love them i'm all about them but it does sometimes rob an opportunity of having uh, a bit of a one-on-one and I do, and I do bits, and I get mad if other people are doing bits that are more bittier than mine. Oh, see, maybe we aren't meant to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is it. This is an isolated beginning and ending of a friendship right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, well, Rod, thanks so much for joining me. Where can we... Are you still posting on Instagram? Because I know you said you're off Twitter and Facebook. I am. I mean, you were right. There's got to be one outlet where I'm promoting something. So I kept Instagram because I can make little little vids and post some pictures on there and promote. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, and like you said, if they want me, they know where to find me. So there's just one place. Uh, and it's Instagram, Rodrigo F. Stoll. Um, and that's about it. I mean, I'm doing a I'm doing a big show here at Comedy Bar called the Gaetano Nunziato Spring Especialo, um, and uh, it's a character named uh, Gaetano Nunziato, who's a 113 year old crooner, um, uh, who's oh my god, who's 
who's uh, doing a show um, in, uh, you know, in his crooner, crooner style. There's some special guests. You might see, who knows, uh, Lady Gaga, uh, Michael Buble. They might show up. But, um, yeah, I'm doing that show. And then uh, doing a very, I have a musical project called Fog and Lasers. We have okay. two albums out. And I'm doing a big concert at the Great Hall on May 6th. I love the Great Hall. Yeah, we're doing a big show there. That'll be really, really fantastic. Fun. Yes. We'll we'll keep an eye out for that for sure. And if you guys want to follow the podcast, where we'll be tagging you as well, we're at Self Esteem Party on Instagram and Twitter. And um, if you want to follow me, I'm at the only Alana Johnson on Instagram and at Alana underscore Johnson on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon where we do all kinds of things like monthly check-ins with producer slash husband slash roommate Norm Sousa. We do uh, guests coming back to the self-esteem after party. And most importantly, it all revolves around me. So do join the Patreon <laughs> self-esteem party on Patreon. Rod, this was the best. Thank you for starting off my day on such a high note. I really appreciate it. Yeah, this is a full out morning for you. I'm, I, I, I'm going to be on a huge high for the rest of the day. This is great. The day is done. If I were you, I'd go to bed and on a high note. Okay, bye. <laughs> Believe in yourself.